0: So, if you have a meal and you feel really tired, you feel, like, lethargic, Right. maybe it's not the best for you.
1: The itis.
0: <laughs> when you get the itis, you the know itis. you haven't eaten something good.
1: No, never. Yeah. You know you just fucked up your body. <laughs> I've but never I- had
0: the itis <laughs> with some kale. That's no, all I'm going to
1: There's never, like, yeah. you're never eating, you're never having a kale smoothie and, like, oh, I'm done, yo, you guys go on without me i can't i can't move off this couch yeah
0: no you're absolutely true like the foods that you're eating should be giving your body energy and if it's doing anything that's not that you're not putting the right things in
1: welcome to the it's not that deep podcast i'm your host deepak sharma and today i sit down with my friend alicia Uh, she's a super interesting person uh, because she's all about sustainability zero waste environmentalism and uh, plant-based vegan uh, living uh, she's also studying orthomolecular health science and cellular nutrition so she could eventually get into holistic uh, nutritional advising. Super interesting stuff. Um, we had a really fun conversation today about uh, the effects of what we put into our body and you know the effects that that has on our mind, uh, some of the negatives associated with social media as well as uh, just general mindfulness. Uh, self-awareness, growing your own food, she has her own community garden, uh, and so much more. It was, it was a really enlightening podcast. I enjoyed it, um, and I think you will too. If you're listening to this right now and you're looking forward to this kind of content from myself, please consider subscribing to my Patreon page uh, and subscribing to uh, my, my podcast on all kinds of platforms. Uh, for as little as you know, a coffee a month, you could help me keep the lights on and uh, continue producing more content like this. If you can't, no problem. Uh, you can also just leave a rating, a comment, or just hit my line. Uh, let me know what you think. Today's episode is brought to you by NC Flag. If you're looking to get active and play some flag football in Ottawa, this league's for you. I've been part of it for over four years, and I personally love being able to play seven-on-seven games on Sunday nights. They have divisions for different levels of talent, play year-round, including in the winter in a dome, and anybody's welcome to play. So shoot me a message if you're looking to sign up as an individual or as a team. Enjoy. Alicia, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. Thank you so much for coming on.
0: Thank you for having <laughs> me. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, this is super cool. Uh, we've known each other for a little while now. Uh, we used to work together uh, at Coldry. And, uh,
0: <laughs> yes, Coldry.
1: Super interesting time. <laughs> yeah, yep. um, I, uh,
0: I escaped. Thankfully, yeah. about a year ago, but you, you made it
1: out. Uh, I'm yeah. uh, still working on it. <laughs>
0: You'll <laughs> but, get
1: there. <laughs> I mean, it's a fine place, but you know, at least we, you know, I got to meet some cool people along the way, right?
0: One hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Uh, we've had some very interesting conversations, you know, about all kinds of things, from you know what we consume. You brought some amazing vegetables today from your own garden, which is amazing. I'd love to first get into that. Let's talk about that a little bit. All
0: right. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. So, from my garden, I picked it like right before I got here, so it's extra fresh for you. Uh, I brought a whole bunch of kale. I grow two different kinds of kale in my garden. Yeah, there we go.
1: This is nuts. (laughs) Oh my god. I guarantee you're the only guest who is going to bring me fresh (laughs) vegetables straight out of their own garden. This is amazing.
0: And then, uh, yeah, I brought brought you some beets, some tomatoes. Yeah, a bunch of different kinds of herbs. I have some uh, Cuban oregano which is like oh, yeah. pretty rare you won't really find it in a grocery this store is around nuts. here it
1: smells so good oh my god yeah Ooh, I love this this is so awesome thank you so much for that you're like, welcome <laughs> it's actually the perfect thing because you actually are such an interesting person because not only are you involved in so many really uh, interesting areas of life such as um, you're studying ortho molecular health science, which Nailed is it. something we will get into. But you you run your own community garden. Um, yeah. You you live extremely, from in my opinion, very healthy and a holistic lifestyle. You're very present in the moment, and that's why I think you're one of the most interesting people I know. So it's it's awesome to have you on. Let's talk a little bit about the community garden to start things off. All
0: right. Yeah. Let's start there. So. <laughs> The community garden it's uh located in frank ryan park which is the west end of ottawa Mm -hmm. you can go visit it whenever you want it's pretty awesome so i built this garden about four and a half years ago and uh, so i grew up in the west end of ottawa and i was uh, at that park all the time growing up and there was just this big empty space and i'm like you know what, we should do something with this. So Mm -hmm. I went to a couple of the City of Ottawa meetings, spoke with some of our uh, different political members of Parliament, and I actually ended up getting a $10,000 grant.
1: Wow, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, and with that grant, I created the Community Garden. And I know it sounds like a lot of money, $10,000, but the thing is... This garden is special because not only is it a place to grow vegetables, but it's uh, wheelchair accessible Mm -hmm. and it's also accessible for people with mobility issues. So there's a path that we created and large like raised garden beds so anyone can grow any kind of food that they want there.
1: Okay, so it's not in ground it's up so that people it's kind of accessible to everybody you don't have to bend over and 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 do your gardening that way
0: exactly yeah i wanted everyone to be able to participate even if you're in a wheelchair even if you're elderly you know you can't really get on the ground yeah
1: that's super cool And how long have you been doing that
0: yeah so the community garden had this is the fourth growing season right now wow so uh congratulations
1: (laughs) that's awesome thank you
0: (laughs) yeah you apply for a plot it's about twenty dollars a year it's not much money and then you have it for the entire summer and uh, a lot of families in the community have really benefited from that and Mm -hmm. I love it because I eat really well and really healthy but not everyone can because it's not accessible so if I create one community garden and create some accessible food for people um, the mayor of Ottawa actually came to the opening of it and oh, no decided way. he's going to give out another, I think it was forty or $50,000 in grants to other community gardens in the city as well. So, so it's, it's like not just about
1: effect. you. It's literally yeah. we want everyone to have a community garden, every yeah. community to have their own access to fresh fruits and vegetables. That's, That's the really ultimate cool. goal, yeah. That's really important because uh, it really ties into your lifestyle a lot. You like to, um, from what I understand, eat organic, eat um, a a vegan diet, a plant based diet. Uh, Talk to us about that a little bit. How did you get into that? Give us your history a little bit, the background. How did this? Because you weren't always this way, right?
0: Yeah, no, I wasn't raised vegan. I wasn't always plant based, whole foods. Uh, The tipping point was in grade. 10 Mm -hmm. I went vegetarian for some health reasons and then in grade 11 I met my first vegan ever and that was my world ethics teacher okay and shout out to Miss Clement she was awesome (laughs)
1: shout out Miss Clement yeah shout out
0: to her she changed my life so uh A little bit in the class, she talked about it, but the kids weren't really feeling it. Um, We didn't really understand. And I told her that I was vegetarian, so she said, okay, that's great. You should go and you should watch this documentary. And the documentary was called Earthlings. Okay. So I sat down and I watched it. And at first, I was in it for more so health aspects, but Mm -hmm. that really taught me to look at it from a deeper perspective that included ethical veganism but most importantly environmental veganism and that's when I was like I cut it out a pun intended cold turkey I'm like <laughs> no more so yeah at that point I was still eating dairy but I completely cut that out and I just went vegan so I've been vegan since grade 11 so that's Eight years now.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah,
0: just from that one documentary, and a little <laughs> bit of information.
1: Talk to us about the difference between ethical veganism and environmental. Is that what you said?
0: Yeah. yeah. So, um, ethical veganism, from my standpoint, is just like there's a golden rule most religions follow. You don't do to others what you wouldn't have done to yourself, mm-hmm. what you wouldn't want done to yourself. So, I wanted to apply that to as many aspects of my life as possible. So, I'm like hey, what I'm seeing in these documentaries and about animal agriculture, I don't really agree with. I wouldn't want that done to myself or my family or anyone I know. So if I don't need these things to live, I'm just going to cut it out. So that was my ethical kind of inspirational moment. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to environmental veganism, I started looking into just the amount of water we needed to... uh, have like large-scale animal agriculture and also the amount of waste that it produces which is like just terrible for the environment
1: right and for uh, a dummy like myself who doesn't know anything about this kind of stuff uh could you give me a few like statistics or some numbers about about that that like someone listening out there might who might be curious about this kind of thing but not really like uh what are you talking about like uh, yeah, yeah. Water okay. use, son. Uh, yeah. I use water in the shower. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, one statistic for like more so ethical veganism is if we killed humans at the same rate that we kill animals. Every single person on earth would be dead within a week. That's just the amount of animals that we go through, whether it's like fish or chicken or anything like that. And then when it comes to uh, water to create like one gallon of regular whole milk versus like, let's say soy milk. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, it's something crazy, like over a thousand times more because you have to first grow crops that you're going to feed the animals so that takes water. And then you have to then make sure your animals are hydrated, mm-hmm. so that takes water. And then there's also all of the pollution from that that actually goes into our waterways.
1: Oh, I didn't so, even know that.
0: Yeah, so then that takes away more of the water that we could be using. Yep.
1: That's super interesting to me. Um, you know, a lot of us on a day day-to-day basis um, those of us who, who don't necessarily practice veganism, but we want to be a little bit more self-conscious uh, about our choices. What do you think is one of the main things that um, you know, people who aren't really willing to you know, make the full change over? Because as you know, it, it's not easy. I mean, oh, yeah, there's, no, yeah, there's often probably days where you're like yeah. looking at the label of something and yeah. you know, it's probably gotten a lot easier now that it's part of your lifestyle and, you know, it's almost all encompassing. But for someone who's just going on about their day, not even thinking about this 90% of the time, what are some of the small little tweaks you can do to kind of head in the direction to not necessarily go fully vegan, but kind of start changing your mindset towards things
0: yeah so that's yeah that's a really good question i feel like living in 2019 is one of the best times to be living for veganism because before if you wanted to eat something vegan and your friends are like hey i'm going to a and w you'd be like well (laughs) shit i can't eat anything there Yeah. but now I feel like because more people are pushing it, going to restaurants and asking, you can almost find something vegan wherever you go.
1: Almost everywhere. I yeah. feel like the demand is 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 there and businesses are reacting.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in order for your own cooking to improve and stuff like that to take a little bit of a transition, I don't really suggest just like jumping into it like mm. I did. Make more just gradual changes. Like, let's say you have some milk in your fridge. Well, as soon as you finish that off, just try a different product that's a plant-based milk that you're interested in. Yeah. Maybe you're going to try soy milk this week and realize you really like it. And then yeah. that's just like one small change that you can gradually you know change other things like maybe the next week you'll be like hey one day i'm gonna try vegan so you find this really dope recipe you like and you're gonna try it and then just like gradually yeah that's super interesting
1: what you just said because i actually do have quite a few friends who are vegan and you know when we go to restaurants and stuff um it's interesting that a lot of places do have that option but what i found super cool about what you said is like the milk thing right for for example like to me I grew up just drinking milk. I never, me too. Like, I literally never like thought about it. It's just like, there's literally advertisements that tell me, get milk or something. Yeah. Like drink milk. Got oh, milk? Oh, okay. Got milk? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I okay. I don't, I don't I never. Now I'm thinking back, and it's like, why are they pushing milk so hard? Yeah. What do they got to? Yeah. But but uh, I started replacing my milk with almond milk.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Do you like it?
1: I like it, and to me, I like, I don't really tell a difference because I don't yeah. really drink milk just in general like it's never something like i'd love to have a glass of milk (laughs) but uh in my coffee i'll have i'll have a little bit of milk Mm -hmm. and i've replaced that with almond milk and i can't tell a difference like to me it's perfect i want the almond milk now
0: yeah you're happy the cows are happy it's a win-win
1: situation (laughs) (laughs) i I can't say i'm making the cows happy because like uh it's such a small thing but that that actually leads into my next question for somebody who's um looking at all these health um, trends fad diets all kinds of different uh, you know things that you could try to improve your health w- whatever that really means these days because it's almost subjective uh, in a lot of ways what um, what is something that I mean I, I'm trying to frame this question in a way where it's like what is something somebody can do to filter out the noise and try to figure out what's fact versus what's fiction when it comes to like what do you want to put in your body
0: you gotta listen to your body
1: Mm, that's my number
0: one saying so everyone is metabolically different so what works for me might not work for you so what i recommend is if Well, first of all, I mean, you need to have adequate fruits and vegetables in your diet. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you're not getting enough of that, try to incorporate some more. That's like the main thing. But going beyond that, just see how your body feels. Mm. I mean, if you go a couple days uh, without eating something that you normally would have in your diet and you really focus on how your body feels when you reintroduce that food you might have a reaction to it mm. and that's something that i've tried myself like i used to have a lot of environmental and allergies I used to actually have an almond allergy peach allergy lots of different things and it was because i was eating a lot of things that was upsetting my immune system okay so once i kind of i went on a little detox i came back and then i really focused on how my body felt when i reintroduced these foods to it And I, yeah, wouldn't necessarily feel great when there were certain things. So that's what I knew what to cut out of my diet. So if you have a meal and you feel really tired, you feel like lethargic, maybe... It's not the best for you.
1: The itis.
0: <laughs> when you get the itis, you the know itis. you haven't eaten something good.
1: No, never. Yeah. You know you just fucked up your body. <laughs> I've but never I- had
0: the itis <laughs> with some kale. That's no, all I'm going to No, never.
1: Say. There's never like, yeah. you're never eating, you're never having a kale smoothie and like, oh, I'm done, yo. You guys go on without me. I can't, I can't move off this couch.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely true. Like the foods that you're eating should be giving your body energy. And yeah. if it's doing anything that's not that, you're not putting the right things in.
1: Interesting. And in the lives that people lead and and live, it requires a lot of self-awareness to actually pay attention to how you feel when you put certain things in your body. I remember us having an interesting discussion once where um, you were telling me about some of the foods that you tend to crave might be the ones that you're actually intolerant to. Yeah,
0: that's I, absolutely true. I
1: found that so interesting because I'm always craving pizza.
0: Oh, me too. I'm
1: always craving some kind of cheese, some yeah. kind, of something like with bread and cheese, something that's yeah. like comfort food by traditional standards. Um, so does that mean I'm allergic to pizza? Because... Yo, I'm done. I'm out. (laughs) 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 What am I going to do without pizza, you know?
0: Yeah, it's really difficult. Uh It might mean, though, that your body just does not agree with dairy that well. Okay. If you're eating things that aren't adequate for your immune system it's going to target those foods and it's kind of weird but your blood pressure will go up and down okay and then that causes like a strange chain reaction where you tend to crave the foods that you don't like because you get like a little bit of a high when you eat them and then you crash oh, and then you crave nuts. more so you go back up and down it's like a roller coaster ride of unhealthy foods yeah that's
1: nuts to me i never even thought about it that way like yeah. how everything's so connected that actually makes me think of something I heard about our um, gut biome. Oh, yeah. And that's something that, I mean, I feel like you would know a lot more. I've got my bro science view of it, (laughs) but I feel like you, why don't we go back a little bit before we go into that and talk about your background a little bit and in terms of what you study and what you're, you're, you're passionate about.
0: Yeah, so right now I'm in school full-time. I'm taking orthomolecular health sciences. Mm-hmm. and Explain to us yeah, what that means. Yeah, I say that, I feel like, oh my God, that's a big word. What does that mean? So um, in Latin, pretty much ortho means the correct amounts. Okay. So orthomolecular health sciences pretty much just bases their approach. It's a form of alternative medicine okay. that bases the approach that all diseases and um, Degenerative like illnesses within the body are caused from nutrient deficiencies. Okay. So it aims to improve your body on a cellular level by giving it everything that it needs nutritionally. Okay, so um, I have about a year left on my program and then I'll be getting my diploma. So right now I'm pretty much just like collecting all of the information I can on uh, this alternative medicine and then I'll be able to apply it. So I'll be able to meet with with people and figure out how they're feeling their diets and then tell them hey this is the imbalance you might have or this is the nutrition see that nutrition nutritional deficiency mm-hmm. that i see within you and these are some foods some supplements you can take in order to help that and what i love about my program is there's a lot of uh biology in it uh, a lot of ke- like biochem and it pretty much just talks about how We are humans, but our organs are made out of tissues that are made out of molecules. And in order to, so let me phrase it this way. Every 365 days, 98% of our body replaces itself. So our cells are constantly recreating themselves, healing themselves, and what we eat, the minerals turn into these organs we have in our body so every 365 days you can either eat healthy to improve your well-being or you can eat food that is going to take away from your well-being and can cause uh, diseases and deficiencies so from that my perspective is why aren't we eating as best as we can why aren't we eating all of the nutrients that we need in order to create the optimal environment for our body to thrive
1: that's wow what an explanation that's amazing because in in like day-to-day life when people are going about just stuffing some junk food in their face to get to work just to get on with their life make their kids some craft dinner and just go on with life yeah it's hard to think about the micronutrient levels in our bodies let alone the Ortho molecular, the, the what we our body craves and wants yeah. and, and needs the optimal optimal amount yeah. i think it's it's such an interesting science and it's um it's something that i feel like we're just kind of scratching the surface on being aware about and you know that's like tying back to what i like originally brought up um the gut biome is something i think we're just starting to understand yeah. how important um From my understanding, is that like it's external to the body. It's not even actually in your body, which blew my mind because yeah, it's in your body, but it's happening. It's there's a tube running through your body, and there's living bacteria and organisms inside your large intestine. I don't know, one of your intestines that's like the, in in less words, controls your mood and controls all kinds of things. Is linked to depression is linked to different, uh, you know, all mood disorders and all kinds of things. And, like, your body composition, all kinds of, like, this blows my mind. Yeah,
0: you're absolutely (laughs) correct. A lot of people, when they think about mental health, Um, they don't think about where the majority of our serotonin in our body is created. And where is that created? It's created in our guts, in our gut microflora. So if you are eating foods that aren't optimal for your body and you're not able to digest them properly and your gut microflora is all over the place, you're not getting that serotonin. You're not going to be in a good place. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's so interesting to me. And then, you know, just starting to change things. You say... 365 days a year and that might sound daunting but if you you know it's like most things in life it's just starting that's going to be the hardest part experimenting what really works for you and what uh, you can sustain not everybody's going to be able to um, you know run a community garden and uh, pick fresh fruits and vegetables and and cook and you know uh, not to diminish anything you're doing it's absolutely amazing but it's not realistic for everybody yeah, to it's not to accessible. be able to do but there are many things that we can do even if you go to the uh, grocery store I'll I'll give people an example of something I started doing and I am by no means a healthy guy so take it with a uh, grain of salt but I don't I I try to stay around the perimeter of the grocery store yes. that's that that's something that um a tip somebody gave me once and it blew my mind because a lot of the junk is in the middle, all the processed boxed food that your body literally does not need. For the most part, I can get my fruits and vegetables and, you know, you talk about uh, trying to purchase organic, uh, which is also something I'd like to get into with you because... I don't really even understand fully why, but I just do it because I know it's probably better, you know, Uh, but just trying to be a little more conscious about what you put in your body can make like, I don't know, it makes an immense difference in how i feel if i've had a few days where i am eating the pizza eating giving into the cravings and stuff i feel like dog shit Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't want to do anything the last thing i want to do is is go to the gym or or work on my (laughs) own personal or professional development i just want to continue the the loop just feel more sorry and do more shitty things for your body and then just just continue that way and that can easily turn into somebody's life you know, that, that negative feedback loop. So just start with something, right? I think that's the message, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Just start with one thing. Even if you want to just start with one meal a week, yeah. just start there. And what you said about staying on the perimeter of the grocery store, 100%. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be putting foods in your body that don't decompose. That just worries me. Yeah. Yeah, buy fresh produce, stuff that's going to eventually go bad, but eat it before it goes bad.
1: That's that's powerful stuff. How do you feel about um, some of these more fad diets that a lot of people are getting a lot of success with, uh, such as the keto diet?
0: Yeah, so the keto diet. I mean, I'm not a regulated health professional. Don't take anything I say as a matter of fact, but for myself, I don't believe in the ketogenic diet at all. Um, I believe there is a healthy way to do it and there's an unhealthy way to do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, some people do need it. I mean, I think one of the reasons, main reasons why the diet was created was for people with epilepsy. Right. Um, and that has proven to help them. That is beautiful. But I think a lot of people are taking it out of context Mm. and they're doing a very unhealthy version of keto, which includes a lot of meat, a lot of dairy. And, um, these products are, highly processed depending on where you get them and they're also very acidic and when we talk about acidity in Ooh, the body that's a big one.
1: That's a big yeah one. <laughs> that
0: is a big one and that's also a main uh, contributor to a lot of diseases in the body as well
1: and you mentioned once to me or, or i think you were mentioning once about acidity being linked to uh, cancer yeah. a- and having a pH, something about your pH balance in your body uh, being yes. linked to these diseases and stuff like that's a lot of people don't know that they literally just go and buy their coca-cola yeah. and like eat their you know you can yeah. be on keto and you can literally have bacon and cheese and it, that's it, it, it can be a you can yeah. be technically in ketosis eating yeah. like bacon and cheese which is yeah, attractive to a lot okay. of people yeah, right <laughs> it is because it's easy it's easy they're yeah. like
0: hey I can do keto I can lose weight I can eat the foods that I crave right yeah and uh, yeah it worries me like you were talking about you're mentioning pH Mm -hmm. and our blood pH levels pretty much just regulates our entire body system and in order to create that level of homeostasis within the body and to create that pH level what a lot of people don't know is it requires nutrients and it requires minerals to keep your body at that level of functioning Mm -hmm. so Yes, your body will regulate its pH levels by itself. But if you don't have the adequate minerals and nutrients from your diet, where is it going to take those minerals from? It's going to take those minerals from other areas in your body. Mm. So if you're very acidic, it might take some, like, minerals from your muscles mm-hmm. or from your bone tissues. And when it robs that, you may develop osteoporosis. Mm. So it's really important that what. Every kind of diet you're doing i mean even if you are ride or die keto mm-hmm. just make sure you're getting an adequate amount of nutrients right. still incorporate you can still eat some fruits you can sleep i think like you can eat blackberries some like leafy greens mm-hmm. make sure you're getting all of that if you do it
1: right yeah i think it's it, a lot of it is because people get caught up in wanting a packaged something that is foolproof and going to work for them uh no matter what anybody says and that's why i think the whole uh like fitness and weight loss industry is so full of uh coaches and people who are trying to sell people on um you know a one shoe fits all kind of solution when there isn't one. It's so personal. It it's so reliant on your own personal factors for how you're gonna stick to something. Like yeah. a lot of people gain a lot of success with keto short term, lose a ton of weight and then as soon as they hit their goal weight or whatever, put it back on. And that's not just keto. Yep. That's all any kinds diet. of diets. Any diet. Yeah, exactly. Any yo-yo dieting. Yeah. It's, it, it's just how it is. What I think people should try to focus on, and I am not a licensed anything, so I'm just talking shit. But from my experience and having gained a lot of weight at a point in my life um, and and losing that, just stick to something that you can know you can stick to try to get those nutrients in and you know when you talk about ph balance and stuff this is when things to me get a little bit all right man how much do you want me to like i literally can't worry about all these things yeah there's just too much um alkaline water
0: alkaline water this
1: is something you brought up to me and i remember and i'm gonna be completely honest when i first heard about alkaline water i'm like yo It sounds like a scam, man. What are we talking about here? Like, the pH levels in water. Like, bro, this tap water is already fucked up. What am I going to do? Like, They're just taking tap water and repackaging it. And then I bought this flow water stuff. And I'm telling you... There's something about it. It just it tastes yep. different. It tastes right. It actually satisfies me. Like I feel better. Maybe it's placebo effect. Maybe not. But <laughs> Hey, even I think, if it is, <laughs> ride it. I think there is something to it, man. I think yep. that I think this acidity stuff is very interesting. Um I wanna look into it a lot more myself and see how I can uh, start to adapt my grocery list and stuff. Um but This is like a random tangent, but does this have to do with inflammation at all? uh, 100%. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Acidity pretty much equals inflammation and mucus buildup within the body. Right. So uh, the way... Yeah, and an interesting thing about inflammation and acidity in the body is a lot of people don't notice it right away because what our body does is when we have a lot of acidic tissues... It tries to push those tissues as far away from our internal organs as possible. Okay. So, the first places that you're going to start to see the effects are in your hands or in your toes. So, a lot of young people that I know are complaining of arthritis or pain in their hands or in their feet.
1: Super weird.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like people just, like, attribute that to, oh, I'm on the computer a lot or, you know, my feet are just sore because, like, I was out walking. But... Our bodies are so resilient. Mm-hmm. At a young age, we should not be having these aches and pains. No, definitely yeah.
1: not. And, you know, that's such an interesting point you bring up. And that, like, we just brush things off. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's because of X or it's because of Y. And our bodies can take a pounding. Yeah. They can take a lot of shit. They can. So imagine if you... Start treating it with a little bit more respect, you could like live forever. You, yeah. you could, you, could, you yeah. could like be feeling healthy, feeling good, and stuff all the time. But I yeah. think it's also, it ties into the society that we live in and operate in, in that we're too busy to worry about this shit mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I'm not justifying it, um, but we make ourselves so busy that we don't want to take the time to think about our meat vehicle our body our like this is literally our this is you only get one (laughs)
0: yeah this is the only one you're gonna get yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. i uh i think about it like how often do people just sit and check in with their bodies how often do you just sit and say hey this is how i'm feeling today Mm -hmm. and then why am i feeling this way So that, yeah, that correlates exactly into the society we live in right now. It's such a fast paced society where instead of sitting down to a nice home cooked meal from your own garden, we're rushing to work and we're picking up an egg McMuffin and Mm -hmm. we're eating it super quickly we're not even thinking about what we're doing we're not even taking the time to chew it properly so that first method of digestion starts in your mouth we're not even thinking about it
1: oh i'm so guilty of that yeah
0: it's just like everything is going fast
1: yeah i don't have time to think about this come on who does (laughs) i got i got some other shit to do like what the hell exactly that's so removed from like what we are as humans what we're supposed to be yeah exactly connected with our food and and present in the moment every moment and yeah it it's all it's all like I don't really know how to shift that mindset in people do we just need to start saying no to more things do we need to come back and have more open calendars and take less things on like I don't really yeah. know where to start with because everything that you do everything that you have like you know you've accomplished and and the way you live came about from a high level of self-awareness at some moment in your life when you thought about it you thought about how something either made you feel or you thought about you know how something that you're doing has had an effect on the world around you and the people around you the animals around you everything around you uh but It's just so, it's one of those things where a lot of people are just going to brush it off like, I don't have time for that. But it's like, why don't you have time for that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Why why do you have time for anything but that? You have time to check in on your phone, but not your body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That actually ties me into um, one of the next things I wanted to talk to you about. And this is um, the social media break that you've gone on. Let's talk about that a little bit because I think it's pretty important to hear.
0: Yeah, so that's exactly it. Um, the things that are important to us, we make time for. And it, it's almost been three weeks now I've been off of social media. I The realization I had was it was a Sunday and I was had some things on my to-do list and I sat down for a second and I just started scrolling through Instagram. Oh, and yeah. how many times have you just sat down, started scrolling through Instagram, and you're like, wow it's been an hour or two hours or god knows how long and that's when i realized like this isn't benefiting me in my life right now i have much more important things that i need to be giving my energy to so let's just right now delete all these apps i didn't uh delete my accounts because i do believe there is a lot of importance within networking and social networking is just
1: being connected exactly Mm -hmm. the
0: greatest form of connection right now Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you can talk to anyone from around the world right there on your phone. That's amazing. But what I did is I deleted my apps. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as accessible to me. If I wanted to go on Facebook, I would sit in front of the computer and I would go. Or same thing with Twitter. So... I deleted all of my apps and what I realized is when you sit in your room and you don't have a phone in front of you, you get a lot of shit done. Uh huh. Yeah. And And a
1: lot of thinking, a
0: lot of thinking done. Mm -hmm. You check in with yourself. You make time for the things that you wouldn't normally make time for when you're just like scrolling through Twitter, Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I love upkeeping with my friends and that is great. But I don't need to be upkeeping with them every single minute of every single day. So taking that little break and kind of, yeah, distancing myself from that was a great awakening within itself. And I do plan on making my way back to social media, but I'm going to set some boundaries for myself. And that's where it comes into, you're saying, do people just need to start saying no more? Mm. And I think saying no has great power within it. Mm -hmm. And for myself, I need to give myself that power and say, no, this isn't going to take the time because in order for me to become better version of myself i need to do the things that are the best for me and right now scrolling through instagram is not what's best for me
1: no it's not because there's so much um subconscious comparisons that you're doing mm-hmm. with other people um you're like oh how many followers does this person have and I, like i'll admit it i i'm on instagram all the time i'm on twitter and yeah. you know obviously i'm trying to grow the podcast and stuff so yeah. i might still post some some <laughs> of these clips on ig and it'll be super ironic but it's very important what you're saying because having that mindfulness to think hey i need to take a break from this because mm-hmm. it's not achieving anything how how do we deal with that in the future where right now we're i kind of i guess our age group we're in a little bit of a i'd say a transitionary period where the phones are pretty new to us but now everyone's kind of got one most people that you know have some sort of social media account. I think I can speak for most people when they have some kind of way I can connect with them whether it be facebook Twitter instagram whatever um, how do we deal with that on a on a macro scale with the next generation when it's normal it's yeah, you can't not have a phone. Like, what do you mean? What's wrong with you? Yeah, how do you not have Instagram? Yeah. Why didn't you respond to my DM? Like, these are questions that are going to be legitimate, and like, people are going to be asking them, and yeah. people are going to be faced with these decisions. Parents are going to be f- faced with these decisions oh, yeah. for their kids. Like, yeah. it's like what a time like i'm not asking for you to answer yeah because just your thoughts yeah <laughs> like
0: i don't even know and that's such a interesting thing you brought up about the younger generation too because i know for myself like i have some friends that are active some that aren't that active mm-hmm. like it varies, but. I have a younger brother Mm -hmm. and with his generation, it is 100% on the phone, on the games. It's pretty much, it's their livelihood because that's what they grew up with. So that's all they know. So putting parameters or boundaries around that... They just don't understand that because yeah. it's all they've ever had. Whereas I'm, I feel like we're lucky. We're like the last generation yeah. to actually grow up outside. Yeah,
1: and because, of,
0: yeah, because oh of that, we can say like, hey, this is kind of foreign. This kind of feels weird. Why yeah. am I staring at a screen when my body wants sunlight and it wants mm-hmm. oxygen? So we have an easier time with that. Like we have an easier time to just set those boundaries and be like, hey, it's good that I post on social media. It's good that I'm connecting with people. Maybe I'll set an hour of a day to that and right. put it in your schedule. Right. And the other 23 hours of the day, don't, don't go on those apps yeah. because you're going to just waste your time.
1: Apple's yeah. pretty good at that now at least they have those uh, limits that you can place on certain oh, really? apps. I didn't yeah. Know about they that. have this feature now and you know I think it's pretty cool. It's kind of ironic that they're releasing it, but it's like <laughs> uh, you can uh, limit not only does it give you statistics on your screen time, yeah. which is absolutely baffling to me sometimes. Like sometimes I'll yeah. be on my phone for like 4 to 7 hours yeah. in a day. Like what? Yeah. What did I do? And it breaks it down you were texting for an hour
0: yeah who <laughs> uh
1: you were uh on instagram for yeah. three hours like
0: what and i'm like what did i look at in those three hours i don't what know did i learn from that i think i yeah. tapped
1: on a few things yeah and commented on one or two and like yeah. oh yeah that's cool but like what what did i really do but you can set limits now so
0: that's good i have
1: a thing on my phone and this is embarrassing but it's like An hour and 30 minutes, which is still a ridiculous amount, but I'm just it's only to grow this brand. You know, I'm I'm trying my best to make the podcast reach as many people as possible. But an hour and a half that fills up before the evening.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty quick.
1: That'll be me standing in line at the grocery store that accumulates a few minutes, even like at a red light why am i on my phone yeah. what am i doing this yeah, is so why? fucking it's, ridiculous it's
0: addictive it's, it's a it's literal addictive. addiction mm. that you have to work so hard to get past
1: it's uh, it's yeah. a, what a weird and amazing time to be alive yeah hyper connected but never more like alone and not yeah. present with yourself
0: yeah you're not connecting to yourself but you can connect to anyone else on this <laughs> entire planet in one second
1: it, it's nuts i remember like you you brought up uh, when we were kids and you know I remember calling up my buddies on uh, the uh, landline and their mom picking up and being like, can I talk to my buddy? And he's like, no, he's busy right now. And, you know, he'd call me back like, yo, what's up? I'm like, yo, meet me at the park at five. Boom. Hang up. And we'd meet at the park at five. That was it. I didn't have to check in with them. Hey, are we still good? Mm -hmm. Hey, this. uh, I'm on my way. Two minutes away. One minute away. I'm at the door. Open the door. (laughs) That did not exist. Yo, we create these anxieties for ourselves. Like it's kind of nuts. That is so true. It was straight up like yo, be at the park at five. If he didn't show up at the park at five, someone died. Something went horribly wrong. Like like we would just meet at the park at five. Like there was no no big
0: deal. Like you just do it. But yeah, now I feel like there's a lot of anxiety that surrounds our phone. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's the whole like texting culture it's like oh if you text and you don't get a text back then Mm. would you double text and there's so much anxiety that just surrounds that and what a weird game it is a weird game (laughs) yeah because it's like maybe that person's at work or they're just not on their phone right now but i can also say i've been on the other end of that too Mm. where someone doesn't answer right away and i'm like hey man why not like, why aren't you answering your phone? Why aren't yeah, you answering I not my call? Am enough for you? Exactly. And then I'm like, oh, wow, this is some craziness yeah. that's going on inside my own head right now. not just you.
1: It's everybody. Yeah. Yo, we all got that in us. And yeah. it's so interesting to me seeing how our parents deal with that now that they're completely adopting technology. Yeah. Not completely, but a lot more than, you know. they used to and just explaining them from texting like i remember teaching my mom how to text on um what did you call those um like when you had like to hit seven four times for an s and then uh like, oh yeah. da- 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 that, like,
0: that's a flip phone my dad flip flip still phones. has a...
1: that's gangster your dad's a gangster yeah so he's cheap. like
0: i'm not fucking with any of this new technology i'm good where i'm at and yeah i respect him for that that's
1: a baller move yeah you can still get in touch with him if it's important but exactly i remember teaching her that and now my mom's sending me gif emojis
0: wow yeah
1: my mom's sending me like the goofiest she's sending me voice messages she's sending me like i features i don't even know yet i'm like what is going on here shout out to you mom this is uh, (laughs) too funny like yeah yeah, she's sending me little like heart emojis that are moving and blowing up and going across my phone i'm like this is nuts like what the hell but then uh, read receipts is a whole. Read receipts is a whole different thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, you read my text bro. I what won't you, even
0: go into locations. Oh,
1: locations. That's yeah. that's a that's risky business. Yeah, that you can't be doing that. I never like that. Why you gotta yeah. know where I'm at? Yeah. But yo, if someone really needed to find out where you are, they could, which yeah. is fucking creepy.
0: At any time. Our phone's yeah. always
1: with us, right?
0: everything is geotagged one of the craziest things about my phone that kind of just blew my mind which is also really cool at the same time shout out to apple but it's cool how you can go into your photos and you can see where every single one of your photos has been taken Yo, and just see a map and that's I, so true yeah like i travel a lot so i'm like that's so cool like i can see all the areas in the world that i've been and taken all these different pictures mm-hmm. but yeah like it's so easy to get caught up then Every single picture you take, like, that's geolocated. They can track you using any of that. Not to mention they listen to you all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a whole different thing. The, yeah. the, the listening in, like we've all got those targeted advertisements after having a yep. conversation about flow water. I'm now gonna, gonna get coupons. Right I'm gonna yeah. get coupons from Amazon. Hey, why don't you buy yeah. this 36 pack of flow water? Yeah, exactly. Hey, you use this coupon. Like, I'm like, what is yeah. going on? It's but it, it goes a lot deeper than that. I don't have enough knowledge about how um, companies are using our data. Uh, I straight up just don't know enough to actually have a legit conversation about it. We know it's happening. There's a lot of interesting documentaries on it. I've got queued up. Um, I just don't have the time. But what am I going to do? I'm a slave to it. I yeah. own all Apple products. I think we've had this discussion before. <laughs> yeah. I am a slave to Apple. I got the Apple TV, the watch, iPad, this, that, everything. Like, yeah, everything. I completely, I like the ecosystem. I'm literally looking at a MacBook right in front of you. Like, yeah. I like it. But at the same time, I, a while back, I kind of just submitted to, uh, I'm not going to have Privacy.
0: Yeah, you have to sign those rights away if you want to use these products.
1: Especially all these these social media companies and, you know, Facebook, like, they're not even trying to hide it. They're like, yeah, we sell your data to everybody. Your data ain't shit to us, bro. We sell it to China and all these different countries and stuff like that. Like, your data is everyone's data. So. I don't really know. You can put some dinky little consumer protections in front of it. Like, yeah, you got to sign this waiver and whatever. But what are we really going to do about it? I have no idea.
0: And what's the government doing? Not that much. They don't even
1: understand it. You have Mark Zuckerberg going in front of Senate, talking to them, and they're asking, like, so this Facebook doohickey that you got there, uh, you're telling me I can send a message to you right there, like, Oh my God! Yeah, We're so
0: yeah, techno technology is just advancing at such an such an exponential rate that our laws and ethics can't keep up to it, not at all. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, hey, I don't, I don't really know what to do about it, so. It is what it is. I'm just yeah. gonna embrace it. Yeah, try exactly. to be mindful try to yeah. um, you know go for a walk. Yeah. go outside and unplug enjoy it a little bit
0: go yeah. unplug.
1: try to delete the apps. I really like that. I'm gonna start yeah. doing that. I'm gonna start deleting the apps when I don't use it because yeah. it's such a it's such a thing that you just naturally go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I've heard somebody tell me something that helped them is putting their phone in grayscale so uh-huh. turning the colors off because the colors trigger a response a dopamine response oh know. yeah 100 <laughs> yeah. uh, percent. that little thing yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you you me. love okay. that message that yeah. notification and it's addictive and companies know about that so they make it as pop and yeah and it's all desi- it's all by design
0: grayscale that's a really good idea i tr- cool.
1: I, I remember trying it for a day and yeah. it worked because i hated my phone <laughs>
0: Yeah. It, it definitely yeah.
1: worked, but I went back to the color because I liked the uh, like the dopamine. Oh, this
0: sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about environmentalism. This is something you're passionate about, and uh, I want to hear about it from you. Let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we already talked a little bit Sorry. about uh, environmentalism when it comes to veganism. But beyond that, I think uh, thinking about it more so when it comes to diet also made me think about it in more aspects of my life as well. So uh, I started thinking a lot about plastic and consumption. And I'm a very big advocate for zero waste and plastic free. And that's because... You know, when you're, gro- you're growing up and you're like, oh, I recycle. This is amazing. <laughs> like, this is what it is. Yeah. I'm an environmentalist. And then I s- realize, I'm like, hey, what happens to this plastic we recycle? First of all, most of it doesn't even make it there. If it's contaminated, if you put the wrong thing in, it's going to the landfill straight away.
1: And not just it, yeah. the whole box. Oh, that yeah, the whole
0: thing. In. Yeah, they just chuck it. And then I thought about it as well. What do they do with this plastic that we're recycling? And... They make it into another lower form of plastic and then a lower form of plastic. So pretty much any plastic that you buy, even if you recycle it, eventually it's going in a landfill Mm -hmm. somewhere. And uh, so I really thought about not just recycling, but ways to reduce my intake of plastic or whatever it is that's going in the garbage. So the main things that I did to change that was... Like you said, buying uh, produce and things that are on the outside of the grocery store. If you buy produce, you don't have to put it in a produce bag. Nothing like that. You just bring your own bag, put it in, check it out, you're good to go. Mm -hmm. Um, Get a filter for your water. How do you feel about
1: the the cleanliness of that in the the store? You're washing your vegetables and stuff anyways, but how do you... This is just something that popped into my head. Because if I try doing this, I'm going to feel a little icky about the... the
0: (laughs) I might be the wrong person to ask this Mm -hmm. because I have kind of like an interesting view about my immune system, but I will go into my garden and I'll pick something straight from the dirt and I'll eat it. I know there's insects, animals, stuff like that, but that little bit of dirt that's on there, there's actually a little bit of B12 in there. Uh, there's a little bit of stuff that might not be ideal for your body, but your immune system is going to see that, and they're going to be like, hey, this is not good for us. We're going to create some antibodies. We're going to get stronger. Ah, uh,
1: so, yeah. It's like, it also yeah. ties into that, like, um, you want your kids to play outside in the dirt 100%. to build up your immune system. That's Exactly.
0: Cool. Yeah, so that's how I feel about my own produce. Produce that I get at a farmer's market. Um, when it comes to produce from the grocery store i'm not too sure where it comes from so i would always wash it Mm -hmm. and make sure my bags and stuff are clean uh don't like put it directly into the bottom of your shopping cart or something because you never know what's been in there Mm -hmm. but for the most part give it a good wash even you can soak it with some like lemon juice something like that yeah can
1: i ask you a quick question about that i heard once i forgot from who uh, cause you see apples in the, in the grocery mar- uh, store yeah. completely waxed and like looking all shiny and cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do about that. And someone's like, oh, soak it in vinegar. Is yep. that, is that something you do?
0: Yep. You yeah. can uh, just take some warm water, uh-huh. put a little bit of vinegar in, put some lemon, soak all your produce. If you're buying food from the store and you're not too sure if it's organic, I definitely recommend that.
1: Okay, that's a good move. Uh, Sorry, continue though.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. So, um, some of the some things about me is like whenever I go out, I always have a mason jar with me. Nice. Because one of the main things is like. Yeah, I'm gonna be plastic free. I'm gonna reduce my waste. Awesome. Bring a cup with you wherever you go. Those lids you get from Starbucks and those cups, those are never disintegrating. If you buy that, that's there forever. Oh my God. Like that. Talk, just talk sucks. about
1: greenwashing. A lot yeah. of these companies, straight up, they they're doing these gimmicky little. Oh, we're just gonna we're gonna change this one little oh, yeah. thing. Like, and, don't
0: get a straw. Yeah. Get oh a plastic lid instead. How does that make? any
1: sense i have no idea it's yeah just a compl- and a lot of people are buying into it and i think yeah i mean it's not funny but it's like come on guys. yeah like, we're not it's even ironic. trying here yeah <laughs> exactly it's like, <laughs> it's like the people are gonna yeah, buy what's that the though point? it's like oh yeah my straw it's paper yeah or like i'm not
0: buying a straw i'm gonna save a turtle and instead i'm gonna just pollute the landfill with this plastic cup that's never gonna disintegrate yeah Yeah, so just always bring a cup with you have it in your bag whatever another thing i do is like even if you just bring a tupperware container with you or like i have this uh it's just like this metal food container i bring it with me as well because let's say you're going out to eat And you don't finish your dinner. Mm -hmm. What happens? You want to bring it home with you? They put it in this styrofoam thing. That is not good. I find uh, a lot of people are like nervous to ask. But don't ask. Just say it. Just be like, hey, I'm getting this food to go. Put it in this container, please. They're not going to say no.
1: No, they're not. Especially if they want the tip. (laughs)
0: Exactly. And then you give them an extra big tip. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, That's probably one of the hardest things for me. Because I actually saw you uh, did this 30 day challenge yes. or something. Like, this, I'm going to collect every th- little bit of waste. Yeah. Uh, you can probably explain it a bit yeah, better. Yeah, I should I have do. brought
0: my jar with me. Yeah, so yeah. I had this mason jar. It was about this big. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do one month waste free. Yeah. As waste free as I could. Because it's nearly impossible to do, but. I pretty much said every single piece of waste that I accumulate in this month, I'm putting it in this jar and it's going to come with me. So I'm not going to buy anything because I'm going to have to carry it around and that sucks. And it was just kind of like I wanted to make sure that I was aware of just how much I was polluting the earth. So um, for that entire month, every single thing that I bought, I made sure it had no plastic. Um, if it did come in plastic, I would make sure it was recyclable, but I really tried to avoid it. Paper, recyclable, that's awesome. And at the end of the month, my jar wasn't even full, which was pretty awesome.
1: That's nuts. Yeah, I did I have to... I filled the jar in less than a morning. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. That's you just top. gotta,
0: you gotta be conscious in every single thing that you spend your money on. And it is so hard in the digital age too as well because anything you buy online it's coming wrapped up in that plastic packaging it's and literally that bubble called wrap skip the dishes
1: and it comes yeah. in like like a bag that's in another like four bags yeah. and then those bags have like a yeah. paper bag stapled in styrofoam like yeah. I just I just yeah. crushed your whole challenge for the year in one meal
0: imagine having to carry that with you everywhere you go
1: that's the powerful yeah. part of the challenge is it's not just that hey I'm, I'm filling up this jar with everything that I screw up and I might forget something mm-hmm. in there. I gotta bring it with me yeah <laughs> that's powerful yeah, I like, like you that gotta a lot
0: wear that yeah, yeah. so that's how I kind of just tried to make myself accountable uh-huh. of everything that I was buying and from that and it, it was really difficult too because one day one of my coworkers is like, "Oh, I'm stopping in at Starbucks before work. Do you want me to get you anything?" Absent-minded me, absent-mindedly, I'm like, "Yeah, get me a steamed coconut milk." They bring it in. I'm like, "What oh, have I done? No. Oh no!" And I'm trying to get this like plastic lid inside my jar, and I'm like, "This is so shameful. Oh I have God. to carry this with me." But then from there, I'm like, "Okay, what can I learn from this?" i don't need to feel bad about it i just need to learn so every time someone will go for coffee at my work i'm like bring my mason jar nice yeah and then they come back everyone has their like cups with their plastic lids and i have my mason jar and i feel dope about it like it's awesome awesome. that's so powerful i I really like
1: that i really like that i'm gonna try to implement something to reduce i won't be able to do that (laughs) i could try but i know i'm a fail in a day um but it's really no i love that you're not
0: you're not gonna fail i mean even if you just do one thing or you learn one way to make it better that's a win you're not failing
1: facts i like i like that a lot um is there anything else you really are passionate about that um you know i did not bring up because you're such an interesting person there's so many different Uh, facets uh, about you. I know we didn't really touch on fitness a lot. I I know you're into fitness. You're actually wearing uh, let's talk about your... Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I got to do a little shout out to Sungi Fitness. Uh-huh. So Sungi is my life partner uh-huh. and also a business partner. Yep. So he owns and operates Sungi Fitness, which okay. is a personal training uh, fitness program. Love but it. he goes... Yeah, it's amazing. He goes deeper into it as well, though. So pretty much what he does is he takes you where you are and he guides you and coaches you into exactly where you want to be. Love that. So, he does that by physical fitness, but he also has lifestyle coaching and okay. I do the nutritional coaching aspect oh, of it. Oh,
1: nice.
0: Yeah, so people uh come in, they tell us how they're feeling, they check in with themselves where they're at, and then from that We build nutrition and fitness plans and wellness plans. Right. And we kind of just say, like, here's where you're at right now. Let's do these small little things to just increase your fitness And where is it located? So, uh, he's actually mobile. Okay, So, he doesn't just meet you where you are, your physical body, but, like, he can come to your house. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, he can come to the gym at your building, anything like that.
1: That's the move. Mobile fitness is the move.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because... Like we were talking about earlier, not everyone has a lot of time. Exactly. A lot of people are like, I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to go for a run. I don't
1: make a lot of time. Exactly. <laughs> of people, yeah. But if
0: you have your health coach knocking at your door and being like, okay, it's time for our workout. Get your butt in gear. You're going to do it.
1: I love that.
0: Yeah, so shout out to Sungi Fitness. Shout out to yeah.
1: G- We'll tag it all below. That's yes. a, That's Awesome. Uh, This is an amazing conversation. I love this. I had one more question for you. uh, And before we go into our lightning round, uh, that's basically where I'm going to have people who are uh, patrons of my podcast, uh, who um, subscribe to my Patreon. Um, They ask questions that I'm going to ask you. And that's how how we'll end it up. But before that, I just want to ask one more thing. Um, Talk to me about the benefits of CBD oil. Because I took some uh, the other, like, I, I started it the other day. Literally, like, my buddy got an order, and I'm like, yeah, get me in. I've heard so many benefits of CBD oil yeah. uh, and stuff like that. Um, I, but I was, like, a little bit like, uh eh, like, like, I know it has no um, psychoactive effects. So how am I really going to know if it's actually doing anything? I know it's good for inflammation. I heard it yeah. can reduce anxiety, that kind of stuff. Yeah. but. Talk to me, like, your experience, if 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 you even have any wood CBD oil.
0: Yeah, so, fun fact, I'm actually growing a little bit of weed at my house. My Very nice. My plants are, like, I'm not even kidding, seven feet tall right <laughs> what? now. What? They're crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, you have to come check it out.
1: That sounds awesome. Yeah. Holy shit, seven feet. And they started, you started from a seed? It's from seed. Bro. From
0: seed from what I had last year. She's yeah. legit, guys. She's
1: not playing around. <laughs>
0: Everything from seed, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you pretty much, like... Got it all, like CBD oil, Mm anti-inflammatory, amazing for your body. Mm -hmm. So if you have pain, if you have any illness like that, it's going to pretty much just... We have a cannabinoid system in our body, yeah. so it's going to use that. It's going to target the cells exactly what it needs. It's going to help you, and that's the thing too. Like We need to be taking this time to check in with our body, and that can be something that helps you. If it creates some calmness and some stillness in your life taking that, then that is absolutely amazing like just ride that wave yeah. check in with yourself yeah have some like deep thoughts do some like breath work do nice. some breathing yep. and yeah just like reap in all of those benefits
1: i love that yeah powerful stuff i'm gonna try incorporating it into my um supplementation regimen awesome. because i actually do feel like a little bit more calm yeah It's a little more chill yeah. i had a job interview and I wasn't even nervous, like, that's awesome. which sounds nuts because I was super nervous before when yeah. I was trying to prepare for it and stuff, but I went in so cool, calm and collected. Like, man, I'm good. Yeah. They, they don't hire me. It's their loss. You know, <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. I, I'm that's like, I don't know if that's the CBD oil or how much I prepared. <laughs> I, it's like, it's like what you said. You can't just yeah. isolate things. So you have yeah. to see how it makes you feel and stuff. Exactly. Let's go on to our lightning round. Um, I have a question from uh, my buddy, Zach. Uh, he was actually on episode two of the podcast. Check that out. Uh, and also Reese uh, from the UK, good buddy of mine that I met while traveling. Um, and he's probably running right now and listening to this, but they had a very similar question. So I'll lump it in together. Um, they're wondering um knowing the false assumption about the vegan diet and the lack of protein uh what's your favorite uh, and con- most convenient source of protein
0: oh yeah that's such a good question everyone's like you're vegan where do you get your protein <laughs> Yeah,
1: i think i've even asked you that <laughs>
0: yeah and that's one of my favorite questions to answer too yeah. so i ask this question do you know what protein is so protein, amino acids or some shit. exactly, yeah, that's what it is. So uh, protein is pretty much just like complex chains of different amino acids. And where can you get amino acids? You can get those from fruits, from vegetables, from legumes, from grains. So what I like to do with my vegan diet is instead of eating meat and eating protein and then breaking it down for your own cells to use, I just get it straight from the source. So uh, definitely like the larger quantities of amino acids that I would eat would be like tofu is always awesome if your body agrees with that. And then also um, like incorporating like legumes with grains at the same time because they have different forms of amino acids. Uh, Different ones are essential. And you can get some from certain foods and some from others. So like if you have a plate with some brown rice and beans that's optimal sources of protein
1: that's a big part of the the Indian diet where where I'm from like uh, there's a lot of vegetarians I've mentioned my mom's a vegetarian growing up having a lot of vegetarian dishes and stuff lots of legumes dal yes uh, and those kinds of things and I never felt like I was missing out yeah you're good so super interesting Matt Uh, My next question is from my friend Erin. She's been one of the biggest supporters of the podcast since uh, day one. She asks, uh, what kind of sites or blogs would you recommend for more information or research, um, specifically in terms of uh, alternative or holistic medicine? Um, Someone who knows nothing about the topic, how they can start from square one and, and educate themselves.
0: Oh, that's a really good question. It was, yeah. I thought Um, it was good. (laughs) Yeah, you might have got me there. Hey, Um, no,
1: if uh, you can come back to it and send links and I can paste them.
0: That's what I'm going to do. I'll send you a bunch of links. Awesome. um, Just like credited sources where you can search for material. But uh, books. Books. I will send you a list of amazing books. Awesome.
1: Love that. Uh, My buddy Nick, uh, another good friend of mine um big support of the podcast um he asks what is one food you would encourage non-vegans or vegetarians to include in their diet to make it more sustainable and healthy
0: oh yeah like um to switch out or just to include
1: just to include uh and you know possibly Transition. I don't. I. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't have it yeah. here with me, but I'm assuming that's what he meant uh, when he said non-vegans. Is kind okay. Of, think of someone like me. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I would say the milk thing probably. Mm. I think uh, milk and dairy is one of the biggest environmental factors um and a lot of people don't know too like the milk and the meat industry just like go hand in hand because most of the milk that you get from cows those cows are just going to be turned into beef Mm -hmm. so i think if you can just find an alternate milk source that you actually really like that is like one of the biggest things you can do for your own health because most people are lactose intolerant to a certain extent and also for the environment
1: a great start i like that a lot and there's stuff out there there's vegan almost everything out there like I was surprised to find out vegan cheese
0: oh yeah it's kind of expensive yeah. but yeah.
1: <laughs> but you know you're probably not going to be eating that much anyways so that's super cool
0: yeah when you're looking yeah. at a vegan cheese i would recommend like the least processed form of it right like, don't just uh, go and get cheese. vegan uh,
1: sliced like craft slices yeah, like, yeah
0: exactly like, because yeah. <laughs> like if it's crappy for you when there's milk in it and it's the same product but like with processed alternatives it's yeah. still not going to be that great for no, that's a
1: that's a big misconception is a lot of people will think that just because it's vegan it's healthy yeah that's vegan absolutely not true. does not <laughs> equal healthy
0: in any way if yeah, you're yeah, looking yeah, yeah. for more so like health reasons just go whole foods plant-based yeah veganism like ties in like ethics and environmentalism and everything but yeah you can be super unhealthy and man you can eat like vegan big macs and vegan (laughs) mac and cheese every day for your life Uh, you're uh, not gonna feel good what is it like
1: m&ms or smarties or something are are like they they advertise that they're vegan it's like yeah but how much sugar is in this what are we talking about i mean licorice (laughs) is vegan Yeah. (laughs) yeah um okay um two more questions um this one is from my younger brother. Um, do you see our environment changing for the positive in the next 10 years?
0: That's a really good question. So I hope, I really hope that we see a change. I believe that uh, in the age of information and accessible information, um, ignorance is a choice. Mm. So if you have access to I mean, even Netflix, there's so many documentaries on there. You have the ability to go out and to learn and to see what you as an individual can do that will impact other people around you and in turn the world. So I think that in the next 10 years, we are going to see a lot more people creating a lot more ethical businesses, sustainability models, and then people following. And on top of that, I think that it's going to become more accessible. Absolutely. And with more accessibility, people are going to want to do it. Well, that's a that's easy. a really
1: hopeful view. I, I yeah. like that a lot. I, I I really do like the optimism that you showed showing there cuz we get enough doom and gloom as it is. Oh, yeah. you got <laughs> the, world's gonna, the world's good. The world's going to end this and yeah. that 2050 blah, yeah. blah blah all this all this negativity. That's awesome. I like that. This one uh, this last one from me uh, is Uh, what's one piece of advice you'd give a young person interested in holistic uh, living?
0: Oh, yeah. All right. So what I would say is go to your local library and pick up some books that have to do with uh, diet and nutrition on a cellular level. So study some biochemistry. And then on top of that, I recommend this for everyone, actually. Go and watch some videos on Dr. Sebi.
1: Dr. Sebi. Dr. Mm.
0: Sebi, shout out, rest in peace. Um, he was another main influence on my learning journey. And this man very directly outlines what alkaline diets are, what acidity does to the body, right. and how you can eat to sustain life. And also about how a lot of the products, products that we eat these days are genetically modified or they're not organic and they're actually hurting our body. So I would recommend, yeah, go watch some Dr. Sebi videos, go read some books on uh, like cellular biology and how nutrients affects our bodies. And then on top of that, just go and eat some dope vegan food and see how you feel
1: go try it out I yeah. love it no better way to end the podcast thank you so much for coming on I oh, really I, enjoyed I, it I'm sure we'll have you on again and we'll keep yeah. talking about all the things that we learned you're one of the most woke people I know <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you. I, I hate using that term but you're actually someone who actually exemplifies it thank you for coming on and remember it's not that deep thanks I really enjoyed that conversation with Alicia I got a lot of value from it and I hope you did as well uh, please consider subscribing to my Patreon page and to my podcast on all platforms. Leave a rating, comment, or just hit my line. Remember also that this episode is brought to you by NC Flag Football here in the capital city. If you're interested on 7-on-7 seven seven football for all levels of talent and playing year-round, hit me up if you want to put in a team or just register as an individual. Remember, it's not that deep.